Yo, everybody, welcome back to the Manga Sensei Podcast. I'm your host, John Sensei, breaking down the world's best language for you one day at a time. And today we're going to be learning a really, really fun Japanese grammar point that I really, really enjoy and probably use almost every single day. This is the grammar point of kagiri. Now, we're going to be talking about kagiri for two episodes because kagiri has two distinct and very, very useful uses. And so it's important to be able to differentiate which one's which, as well as understand how to use both of them. Now, this is a more intermediate, maybe high intermediate Japanese grammar point. So if some of these points don't make make sense to you, that's okay. Be able to take what you can. And if you don't understand some things, make sure to check out my website, manga-sensei.com, where I have tons of free resources for you to learn Japanese and get up to that level. So the kagiri is basically is used to express a extent of something. It is used to express a limitation to um, usually a verb or usually a state. However, one key part of kagiri is that kagiri cannot be used in conjunction with an adjective. So, for example, there's a grammar point called sa, which I did about a year ago, which is the ness of something. The extent of something is also sometimes implied. And that would be more oftenly used, or dake could be used instead of kagiri. Kagiri expresses the extent of something. I see it like a jar. The jar, if you fill, fill it full of water, is, can only be filled to the rim. After that, it simply continues to overflow. That limitation, that kagiri, is what we're talking about when we express limitation with kagiri. Let's go over some example sentences, and maybe this will help you understand it a little bit more. When using kagiri, it goes after verbs, and when it goes after verbs, it goes after verbs in base three, u verbs, and then it also goes into past tense verbs and negative verbs. You can also use dearu or nai with this as well if putting it after a noun. But let's try some of those example sentences. If I say something along the lines of So if I say So to the extent that I am here since I am here, kagiri, to the extent that I am here, 心配は必要ではありません. There's no need to worry. You can also say 無用だ, which is completely fine as well, maybe a little bit more colloquial. Let's do another one. If I say something along the lines of この試験をよく間違いしない限り、このクラスを成功する。so as long as I don't really mess up this test, I will pass this class. この試験をよく間違いしない限り、間違う、間違うする。It can also be said 間違いする。間違いしない限り、to the point that I do not make these mistakes. この授業を成功する。I will be able to succeed in this class. So if you looked at each one of these grammar points, they all basically go to the idea of as long as this happens, as long as I do not go over that point, you'll be okay. Now again, remember that you cannot use kagiri with adjectives. That's something that does not work, okay? And it can be used with negative verbs, past tense verbs, and plain form verbs. And we'll talk a little bit more about this tomorrow as we express more ideas with kagiri. With that, I'll see you tomorrow, and remember to make some mistakes. Till then, jane.